Welcome to Scanlines, episode six of the podcast. You already know what the Scanlines podcast is. You can find all the podcasts on all platforms now. Hey, let's say you want to listen to it. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. Hey, it distributes it everywhere. Scanlines podcast, you know where to listen. YouTube as well with the video. You already know what the Scanlines podcast is. This is the number one podcast for Among Us content. I'm just kidding. It's retro. Retro. We're talking retro gaming Hey, I want everyone to say hi. I want everyone to say how they're doing today. Why well, I want a roll call. Let's start with Eric. How are we doing today? How am I feeling? How am I feeling today? Oh, yeah, baby, Scanline! Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Scanline podcast. I hope I didn't ruin Anthony. it. Anthony. Hey, what's up? What's up? Uh, we just went live on TikTok too. So. Oh shit! Yeah, it's kind of scuffed because I'm just filming my screen with my uh, camera. So that's fine, we'll dude. We're we'll bringing it back to 2002, <laughs> dude. The old mirror. The yeah. old mirror. Danny, Danny, from Sweden. How are you doing today? I know you're a little tired, right? I'm tired. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm on my second Red Bull. I'm eating candy. Oh. I'll make it through. Got a little whiskey <laughs> ginger ale. Uh, Sebastian, my brother. I'm half class yeah. full. Oh, shit. And he had that lined up I, just I, for today. <laughs> gotta be honest, that glass looks a little bit more on the empty side. <laughs> hey, man, be positive, all right? Be positive. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Everyone said their hellos. Uh, I think we had like um, a pretty good topic of what we want to talk about today. Um, I know before we talked about, we want to talk about E3. The conference. I think it's coming up soon, right? I don't even know. I'm checked out. When's E3? <laughs> dude, because I, I don't... Honestly, dude, I, I stopped caring about E3 so much because it's just like kept letting me down. Let's, well, let's take a just, look. I'm going to load up their website. They stopped doing it like physically, right? Where it was like an in-person event. Yeah. After that, it was like... It's, well, since it's not like televised, it sucks. Nintendo hasn't physically been at an E3 in a long time. They just yeah. do the videos now. I want to yeah, start they start doing their own thing. Yeah, so when is it, Eric? I mean, I'm just on the main website. It says online interactive worldwide game on. Whoa. It's June 12th. June 12th through June 15th. So it starts okay. in two weeks. All right, all right. So June 12th to the 15th. Um, I want to ask you guys, what was your first like E3? And what is like the memory you have of it? Uh, Any, I'm, I'm going to start. start. Anyway, I'll, I'll start. I just remember watching it on TV, basically. I don't know if I remember any any like particular event or what happened at the event, to be honest. I don't really remember. But I just remember like the G4 crew being there. I think I think that's where it was being done. Was mm. E3 was were broadcast via G4, I'm pretty sure, right? Was G4 in affiliation with Spike TV at all, or is that not related? I, I think thought so, it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just remember that that era of uh, um, for kids listening, there used to be a thing called television, and you could turn it on and watch cable. And they uh, there was a, a video game event called E3, and they would uh, there was a channel called G4, which was kind of a uh, edgy, cool, young gaming channel. Yeah. And they'd go there and document it. And again, I don't remember the exact games, but I just remember it was like it was kind of an event because it was over the course of a few days, <clears throat> and it's where a lot of the big publishers like. Um, not always Nintendo, but you know Microsoft and Sony and all the indie companies and all these people would show trailers for upcoming games that are like big games, like Halo and Fable. You know, like really, really big 
um, mm. release trailers. And it was fun to sit with friends eating popcorn and kind of predict, oh, what game do you think they're going to announce? You know, how are they going to do this? And unfortunately, most of the games you see don't come out for like two years later. Yeah. But it's pretty much a big hype hype event where you can just get super amped up and start buying T-shirts for a game that's not even out yet or pre-ordering. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's almost like um, it was tough because back then, obviously with the internet, obviously we had it, but I think there was less sources where you could really go to like find out what's coming out. Like I remember like you get Nintendo Power, a Game Informer, and like, you know, it would always have like the upcoming games or like coming soon. And uh, that's how you kind of get the news for like upcoming studios or games and stuff like that. Uh, I guess uh, someone else can continue, like first uh, memories of E3. Uh, my favorite one, I, I don't really remember that far back, but my favorite one is definitely the the Melee announcement. Because mm. it like, back then, you, you don't realize like how like poor quality some of these events were back then, even like 2001, like it was, it was literally just like a TV in a room and like just playing a video, like that's all they had. Now it's like they, they go all out if they do have an in-person event with like all these like you know you go to pax they have like huge statues now um but with melee it was just watching a screen and everyone was going nuts like yeah. the reaction the audience was so good oh yeah sebastian i know we can kind yeah, of share so, a lot of memories on this yeah man i mean e3 for us was kind of like i think i mean i'm surprised anthony was watching in 2001 because i think for us it was later on it was more like 2006 2005 yeah. or 2004 2006 and uh because that's I think I think like Eric said we saw it through G four where um you know around that time like the show X Play would talk about it and then um G four would actually stream it on their channel and I think Spike TV as well and yeah it'd be fun just to try to come home make it for like the certain events see the schedule online and like try to figure it out and um yeah man I mean there's some pretty exciting three memories right I think. For me, I mean, one, I think the most exciting one for me was when uh, around the PS3 era, when um, I think they announced like the third, the third gen was it? Not the third gen, the gen with Xbox 360 and PS3. And then also when they announced like they had, they had this one year where they announced like Final Fantasy 13, but they also announced Final Fantasy 13 Versus, which was like that was the game I wanted so bad. Yeah. And that game didn't come out for like 11 years. And I remember I was just checking every year for that game. <laughs> and then it just finally ended up getting a name change. And it was like, yeah, Final Fantasy but... 15, right? Yeah. And like, it was a totally different game. They cut so much stuff. It was kind of disappointing. So it's like all those years of wait and hype and anticipation for just. Yeah, I think we can. Not, 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 not what you wanted. For us, you could really boil down like a lot of the E3 because it was really cool because we could always sit down and like, especially like we also would watch like Tokyo Game Show as well. But I know yeah. we're talking about E3, but for E3, it's like. I think we can boil down Final Fantasy like for all the years because it's always like they announce it and then it's like five years later and you're always like, what the fuck yeah. happened, man? And it's terrible. <laughs> uh, what about you, Danny? So I haven't really watched a lot of the E3 because usually it is during the night in Sweden. That's true. Because it's mm. in America. So I usually just look at some highlights. Yeah. But the first thing I remember is, I, I remember I saw live when they announced Skyrim. Yeah, twenty eleven. That was a big I think. one. And I got really hyped. That, that that's like the first time I got hyped by E three. I think that that's my first real memory. I, I guess. Yeah, I remember that one too. Do they, have, <clears throat> do they have an equivalent of E three in Europe, or is E three the big event? Like, is that it? I, I think E three is. They don't really have like an announcement convention or whatever you want to call it 
they usually just have conventions with games that have already been announced. So mm-hmm. I guess E3 is always the first, and then uh, everything follows, except like BlizzCon and everything like that with Blizzard games and shit. Mm-hmm. But I never really watched it live a lot, so that kind of yeah. sucks. I wanted to ask really quick, is is like events like PAX, is that only for like streaming or is that vi- just video games? I never understood. No, uh, Ant could talk on that. I've never been, I think PAX is, is in Portland, my hometown, and I've never gone, but I'm pretty sure it's just an event that kind of supports retro gaming and people show up with like complete collections of Sega Genesis games. And just it's just an event to go and kind of geek out over games. I'm pretty sure. And is that does that sound right? It's like a mix of like so it stands for Penny Arcade Expo. So uh, okay, it's, it's like a totally like it's just like anything related to gaming. Um, it's kind of got a little bit more like corporate in the past few years because it's it's considered like a big enough event for companies to reveal things about games. So like Square Enix is there, and a lot, there's a lot of like competitive gaming stuff going on. They'll have like League of Legends tournaments there. Um, but then there's like a whole indie part of it, which is pretty cool. So like a big section of it is just meant for like a small indie developer to just set up like a little booth and kind of just, you can walk up to their booth and like play their game and get, and they can get feedback from people playing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. And then the other half is literally just like tabletop stuff, which like I'm not as into, but it's cool that it's there. Um, and then, and then looking at Warhammer, knowing nothing about it. It's yeah. so fun though. I know. Right. So let's. Uh, Sorry, let's t- I'm gonna take a pause really quick. Anthony, is your? I think your microphone might be. You're using your um like computer mic. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to double check. I agree. Why is it, you get an echo? Yeah. No, it's like a less quality. But I could. Just, oh really? I could cut it. Oh really right. shit! Hang on. It sounds like the first streams. Yeah. Oh, you know what it is? I uh, I. Hang on one sec. Well, one other. While Ant's doing that, I I just wanted to not to totally like shift topics here but one other topic once we uh once we do uh finish talking about e3 a little bit that Mm -hmm. i wanted to suggest we uh chat a bit about today is um something that sebastian and i have started this last week and i'm really excited about um i'm a little late to the party on it as it's been out for a while but it's called the pokemon nuzlocke challenge and if uh, if we if we uh, later in the podcast have some time, I'd love to just yeah, want to suggest we. Yeah, can yeah. I wanted that. to bring it up actually. I have, to I have a lot to say about that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, and I think your is your mic good now? Yeah, I think I'm better now. Yep. Good. All right. All right. Um, so another thing with E3 I wanted to bring up is I think so a lot of there were also like there's mainly there's a lot of like nice epic moments right especially with like gaming and stuff but I feel like a lot of the time. It started getting to just how cringy, like a lot of the presentations got, and how like some of the moments are just they go down in history. Uh, do you guys have any like favorite moments that just like made you just <laughs> yeah, die? dude, yeah, dude. The one, uh, the reveal uh, by Jamie Kennedy where he comes on stage drunk. <laughs> you know I, I forget what was the game. Was it Tony Hawk or I don't remember? It was some kind of cool. It's it was funny. some cool game, but he comes out knowing nothing about video games, and he basically just like ins- he doesn't just shit on gamers like a con- in a comedic way where it's funny. He like comes out and just straight up insults anyone yeah. who has like any video game background. Like you guys are nerds, 
you smell bad and he's just drunk and no one's laughing at his jokes and it was it became like a viral sort of like a like this guy sucks like everyone was pissed at him and um since then i actually recently was listening to a podcast it, it was either like joe rogan or theo vaughn one of those guys and he he actually taught he actually brought that up they were asking really? him like regrets in his career and he's like yeah well there was the this and there was the e3 event oh <laughs> and he kind of talked about it that and I, i'll have to go back i yeah i encourage you if you can if you know what i'm talking about he has he just recently uh talks about it on a podcast i'm not sure which one but if you google jamie kennedy talks about e3 you could probably find it i, I recommend you check it out yeah, I just read an article, article and it says he's like still sensitive about it. He's just like so embarrassed. <laughs> Pretty so, bad, dude. Yeah. It's like he comes he comes across as a complete scum, kind of a douche. And yeah. but he was, you know, it's like you know, it's how you become when you drink, kind of a thing. So I don't hold it against him, but it doesn't look good. Like it's not good. I'll admit that. So yeah. Just to give some reference on timeline, it was in 2007 for the Activision press conference. Oh, and Tony Hawk was there. Tony Hawk was like yeah. sitting on the couch with him. Oh, really? It yeah, says he, that's, um, that's why I thought it was Tony Hawk. Yeah. The, this, this article <laughs> This article says he was pretty drunk and he fumbled his way through interviews for Tony Hawk, Proving Ground, and Call of Duty. Oh. Fumbled his way. Yeah. I love that. That's good phrasing. Just Dude, showing up barely drunk, just on a stage. Oh, I can't believe. <laughs> just for something you don't Dude, give Dude, he was the most wanted, man. He was the big dog. Yeah. He was, he was like, famous. Do, yeah. Do Do you guys ever remember in um? It's the 2010 conference with Konami, and there, I think it was some like music game, and uh, oh. one of the, like the directors behind it. It's just this like straight like Japanese dude, like no English, and he's like he looks like he's like Okinawa, like just like hair up, like crazy wide eyed, and he's just like yeah, man. It's like, and he's like he keeps saying he's like this is extreme. Dude, it's the funniest <laughs> shit in the world. It's one of my favorite moments. You're gonna talk because you said music game. I thought you're gonna talk about um, the Nintendo like music. Yes, that's game that movie. one too. And they have the concert. And it just sounds. It's like, like the meme, like the, the Mario One One World, the theme, and it's just yeah. like you know, the, like the meme like versions. It just sounds exactly like it. And they're all just like on stage, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's always awkward never, when there's like a music performance, right? Oh, it's it never works. It's it, the yeah, worst. It's never worked. Whenever it's one guy like being a DJ and he's playing like chip tunes, and oh. then you look at the audience and it's like, <laughs> I mean, like we're here for video games and it's like they're playing like, bing, 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 bing. people are kind of pumping their fists and <laughs> it's just awkward. There's no, it's yeah, it never, it never. I don't think it's worked out once if you think about it. Like when has it ever worked? It would only work out if you brought no. out like a real band or a real. But even then, like let's be honest, like we're a bunch of like gamer nerds. Like we're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an event for like mingling like everyone's all like super shy anyway <laughs> we have like social anxieties and, like crippling <laughs> anxiety <laughs> yeah and like oh my god the demographics wrong yeah <laughs> doesn't fit i have an e3 i have an e3 moment that i remember it was during the ps3 launch i think when they announced one of the launch games and i think it was genji or something like that and then they did the giant enemy crabs they're like and in yeah. this game, you can fight giant enemy crabs. And that was like one of the big E3 oh meme God. moments. Yeah, that was a meme forever. Do you guys remember um, when they like they did like a moment of silence for Kojima? 
because he wasn't they he was fired from konami for <laughs> yeah. his last uh year five game yeah and he wasn't they, they literally banned him from coming to the event because yeah. they didn't want him to be allowed to take credit for it and they they had the one of the like former g4 i think it was one of the former g4 guys or at least the e3 guy they literally had like a moment of silence for him, which I'm laughing at, but it was actually in the in the moment. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm laughing, but I actually it, did, it is funny though. It's like, like it is funny, but I did respect that respect it actually because that was quite a dramatic thing that happened to Kojima. I've never even played the games, but just hearing that story uh, was pretty sad to hear. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a there's a whole list of different like fails, especially just like technically. Like I remember for um like Skyward Sword. Remember that? Like they were trying to do the like it's for the Wii, you know what I mean? Like the new Zelda. And they're trying to do like the, they're like, oh, you could aim with the fucking Wii remote. And it's like just not. Oh working. yeah. <laughs> and they're like they're trying to just shoot like a spider on like a wall. And they're like, oh the, the, <laughs> and the one guy's like, oh, the spiders are so fast. <laughs> I remember <laughs> Make an excuse. Yeah. They're so fast. I remember the Wii had a lot of problems because of the motion controls, but also the PS3 move and the Xbox oh, yeah. Connect. The Connect. All had problems. I remember like Dude. PS3, the, the Book of Spells, the Harry Potter game, mm. and nothing worked. <laughs> Same thing with the the fucking Xbox 360 Connect, and nothing worked. So it's have perfect. you guys heard of that? Have you guys heard of that new Harry Potter open world game that's apparently in development? It's apparently no? supposed yes. to be pretty cool. That's, that's a, yeah, it looks cool. Like an MMORPG or what? like like mm. uh maybe not an M- maybe it's like an mmo but it's supposed to be like a like i don't know if it's meant to be online or single player but it's literally like hogwarts online i know like you log in you you study you learn some spells you do some quidditch yeah, it sounds fun. cool like it, it's trying yeah. to be a big open world rpg for right. harry potter which could be cool i, I mean there's a lot there i don't there's get a, why it... now you go ahead danny there's some good Harry Potter games, in my opinion. I agree too. Like the early Philosopher's Stone on the PS One is actually kind of a good game. Dude, I used opinion. to play that on PC. Ooh, <laughs> it was so fun. Isn't it kind of creepy? It's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's weird. It's like janky 3D. Like, but I don't know, man. I liked it. Like, there's puzzles, stuff. There's like fighting's pretty okay. Also, I remember on the the Game Boy, the um, they had like the RPGs. I don't know if you guys ever played those, but like we got those. Chamber of Secrets, Chamber of yeah, Secrets. Yeah, and the Flavorsome. Flavorsome. Like the PS1 maybe. version was sick. Yeah, we just I talked about that one. Yeah. The, the Game Boy ones, honestly, like as an RPG, I'm not going to be mad. Like they're really good. I like them. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I think it's meant to be a kind of a triple A release. So it's, it's likely going to be a big, we might hear about it this, this, yeah, at this event. And, and doesn't that seem just like, such an easy cash grab just for like some big company to make it? Like, I don't get that. How they haven't done that? Yep. Like an open yeah, world. Yeah, take a formula make, from a previous yeah, game that worked. You make your own. Harry Potter on it. You make your own. It might wizard. be hard to get the like the yeah the rights and shit. The, yeah, the rights probably. That's true. But you can imagine if they had like boss fights, right? Like you get to fight the 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 three headed dog or whatever. You go down and fight oh. the vines. Like if it, I don't know if it's Ooh. gonna be like World of Warcraft or like uh, Diablo some or raids. something. But Ooh. Yeah, like raids would be fun. And then you like if they actually fleshed out Quidditch, where it's actually fun, kind of playing like soccer or something, like yeah. they just applied like to it, but it had, but well, I wonder how they'll do it, but or like maybe it's like like Star Wars uh, Rogue Squadron, but you're on a broom, <laughs> like it could be good. I don't know. <laughs> 
It was it was all right on the PS One game, I think. The yeah, Quidditch, yeah, they they like Quidditch Quidditch on there. yeah, I think they had yeah. it on there. PS One Hagrid shout out. I need to get a post through <laughs> Hagrid on my wall, like a frame to just the stretch low poly Hagrid just low poly stretch texture Hagrid dude Hagrid dude his sprite must be so bad it's just like a mush <laughs> his whole body <laughs> potato <laughs> you can't make any detail out it's just fucking beard oh he looks so clothes. bad dude <laughs> it, I want to get his shirt so bad part. of PS1 Hagrid dude it's like when I was a kid, I used to wear I used to wear shirts of just Shrek's face. It was just like massive. Just walk around. <laughs> yeah, we gotta make it. I'm I'm gonna get some screenshots. We'll to, that'll be the the podcast T-shirt. It's just Hagrid's face. That should face. be like a coffee mug or a T-shirt. For yeah, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll emulate the game tonight. I'll figure it out. Make make a note of that so we don't forget. I feel like I'll forget that. I'll try oh, to make a memo. I'm gonna send it. I'm you gonna know, send a video, dude. Oh my god, I thought of a beautiful segment. We gotta do like a segment where it's we pull up a picture. <laughs> Of like a low poly like some character and we try to guess who it is. Ooh, fun. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. There's um, um, for like a it's just a slob. You're like, what is that? There's some Twitter accounts that follow uh there's one called Low Poly Animals, and it's just like animals from like RuneScape. <laughs> like, do you see that on Twitter? It's so funny. Low poly animal. And there's like poly. a low poly foods one, and it's like the nastiest <laughs> legend food. <laughs> I and speaking that. of low poly animals, I remember you you uh, posted on your Instagram. You did like an animorphs Photoshop of yourself wearing a <laughs> cheetah print. And uh, yes, now anytime yesterday, someone did like a any '90s kids, and it was like all the top animorphs covers. And yeah. Now I can only think of yours because it was so good, dude. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, me and my friend, we were we were just like we worked on that for like four hours on Photoshop. It looks good. It looks like a legit cover. Project. I gotta be honest. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The worst one, if you can ever look it up, is the 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 white chick who turns into a white rat. It's disgusting. Oh, dude, like, so look bad. at that one, dude. It's so bad. Her legs go all like shrimpy for like the third frame. Like the third or fourth frame is like awful, like horrifying. Uh, oh my god. It's funny. Looks <laughs> funny. Animorphs, dude. I never did you guys ever read those books growing up? I remember seeing it every year at the Scholastic yeah. Fair. Oh, but I never fair. bought them. The book fair, dude. They had all the spy toys. Yo, the video, I the video game the cheat books. Toys, Sorry? Remember the video yeah. game cheat books? Oh, they're awesome. Bro. Oh, yeah? Come on. Dude. I remember I bought, I bought right. whole, remember, remember holes. Yeah. I bought holes <laughs> Dude, based on the Disney right. movie. Y'all, all, I'm, I'm sad that Danny can't participate in this. But, um, who had, because I don't think that's a classic bull fair over there. <laughs> like, hell no. no fair. That's fair. Um, but has anyone stolen anything from the book fair? No, but I uh, I used to work at a Kunokunia. It's like a bookstore. Yeah. And on my last day, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm leaving for Japan. Fuck this. And I uh, is the one thing I ever stole. I stole. Uh, it's downstairs. It's a Legend of Zelda. Um, Link to the Past. The the 3DS game. Oh, Not Link to the Past. What? Uh, What's what's that one? Between time, between worlds, Link, Link, World. Link between Fuck. worlds or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was I I feel like a scumbag saying this. I'm not like proud of it, but if someone's like, "Have you ever stolen anything?" It's the one thing I ever stole. Just I was stole like, you know what? Heart. It's my last day. I, I actually I apologize to the podcast for even saying this. I feel like a scumbag saying let's, it out loud. No, but let's, I, I, let's bleep I, out bleep out the store name. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You're across the world, dude. Who gives a fuck? 
It was a, it's a Japanese store chain and I was working there. They, they have a chain in my hometown in Portland and I worked there as a summer job. And it, there was some, there was some stress. There wasn't like any beef or anything like that. Nothing like that, actually no stress, but it was just like, you know what? I, I've like wanted this figure, but it was like 80 bucks or something. Yeah. And they're like, Hey Eric, can you go pick up the trash? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and I just like took one with me and like took it out of the box and threw it in my backpack. So I took all the pieces and then like threw the box away and there was like no evidence. I got away. Sorry. <laughs> What did you Mike? Did you steal anything from the book fair? I never had the balls as a kid. I, I would have. Dude, I. So I it's remember. Scary. This is a scarring memory. Because after every book fair, everyone would always buy like the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, yeah. And I would always be like, man, it's 20 bucks and I can't afford it. My allowance is not high enough. And I remember. I remember. Oh, so basically, it was basically at uh, in middle school and like elementary school. They would have like every year, um, like uh, the company Scholastic. Yeah. I guess it comes and does like Scholastic. Uh, yeah, you can buy a bunch of like different like random books. I guess and like toys and like utensils or I don't know. I don't know it's why like they do it. E, it's like E three for kids books and toys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was always like fun because like they had like video game like cheat code books. And like uh, Guinness Book of World Records. And I don't know, it's like shiny covers to stuff. And you're like, oh, wow. But cool. it was only like one week, right? I think. Yeah. And they would they would allot you time, I'm pretty sure, during the school day, yeah. like a half hour after recess or something, that you could go to the, the book. I mean, basically, what is the library? They turned the library into a bookstore pretty much with like all this stuff that Scholastic brings in. And they set it up like an E3 thing. So you're in there like it, it's all these it's all the latest books, the latest spy. They had a, they had a bunch of spy toys. Remember yeah. that? You can like you can like set up a microphone in some room and then listen. And like I bought all, I bought all the spy shit and like yeah, that was it, it's fun though. It was uh, I remember it being a lot of fun. Yeah, I remember they had, like Mario and I remember they always had like Mario Luigi books or like Sonic, like comics or something. Cool. So I remember one. Out. So for me, one time I don't know why I just I had the urge and I was like I need this book this year. I need it. I can't just leave without it. And I just put it in my book bag and I ran. Oh, damn, dude. And it's like this How? big. <laughs> it's like dude, huge. it's a big book. Let me, let me, let me ask you this. How did I not know way. about this? I don't know. I kept how, it in my dark corners how much of my closet. Was that not the scariest <laughs> moment ever, dude? Stealing something is a fucking rush. Yeah. And I, I'm not built for it. I can't do it. I did it that one time and I still feel bad about it. Like, it's good to have a story just to say like, yeah, I'm badass. I did it. But like low key, it was horrifying. And I, yeah. it was not, I can see how people get addicted to it though. Cause the rut, like if you like that rush, it's a fucking rush. I had a friend growing up in high school that that's like, he, he would just show up and he's like, dude, check it out. And he had like three iPods. Cause he like went to Fred Meyer in the morning. It's like a supermarket and he would just steal iPods. Like he figured out a system, but he was, but he, he like came, he like, you know, kind of like, uh, confided in me. He's like, dude, like I can't stop. He's like stealing like <laughs> expensive clothes and like jackets and like Jesus. it's like a problem. Like people that become what do they call that? Uh, clip kleptomania. kleptomania. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad I never got addicted to that because I, 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 I'm, I'm too much of a pussy. I couldn't do it. There's no way that. But it is, it is a rush. Yeah, like it is unlike anything I've ever felt. It's crazy. But yeah, it's a weird feeling. I blocked that out of my memory till now. So. Sorry to bash Mike <laughs> is uh, a human being. Yeah, but Sebastian, yeah. you're like a straight arrow. 
Yeah. <laughs> like compared to you. Yeah. <laughs> compared yeah. to you. I make the mistakes, you know. Mike looks like a scumbag, but compared to me, Mike is a saint, dude. He's a good boy. <laughs> yeah. Mike's a good boy. Um, all right, let's get back on track, all right? Um, Sorry. So I wanted to ask you guys with E, like, do you guys, I don't know if I'm even going to watch it. I guess I'm going to, we have to watch E3, right? I'm watching the Nintendo. Of course. Are they just doing I'm a director? Everything. It's uh, I might be alone be, on this. Yeah. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Oh, <laughs> that's um so it's from the twelfth to the fifteenth. I always watch Nintendo every year. Um I feel like I'm fine with just like hearing the news afterwards with some of these things. Yeah. Um because it takes a while and there's a lot of crap that they have to like show off. So I don't know. But Nintendo, I'm I'm excited enough to watch it because I'm expecting Metroid 4 news, which is oh. gonna be awesome. Because I mean, about time they they brought that up what like four years ago, and it just they haven't shown any gameplay, nothing. So I'm expecting to see some form of gameplay this time, or like mm. cinematic. Um, another thing I want to bring up is the leak that I saw on Twitter, and it was an Amazon listing in Mexico, and they took it down already. But the listing said Super Nintendo Switch Pro. Oh, was it. So. There might be an announcement for like a 4K version of the Switch that's more powerful. I can like, and so maybe you know, like something like Breath of the Wild will be optimized for that console to play in 4K, and then they might have games coming out that are only working on that console, kind of like the new 3DS. So exciting! Sounds like they might add like DLC to their already released games. That's like an update, like maybe like Mario Odyssey as well. Like we're updating the game to support 4K and it works on both systems or something like that. That would be really cool. All the AAA titles would do that. Yeah, Yeah. that's what that's what they've been doing with PS5 and Xbox Series X. They pretty much like give up next gen patches. Yeah, just more incentive to actually upgrade. You know. As much as I miss games that came out back in the day where like there was no DLC, so the game had to come out finished, so they'd beta test the shit out of it. It is nice that they can just like like even like we were talking about a Super Mario Party for the Switch. Like they were just like, all right, we're just gonna add online now, like two years later. You're like, what? Like it's kind of scummy that it took yeah. them that long, but it still is from a developing standpoint pretty neat that they can just like rehash because the the games like I guess nowadays if we think about it like back then it was like every year you'd get the new Mario the new Zelda the new whatever but now like Mario Odyssey came out like that's gonna last for four or five six years before there's ever some even hint of a new because they're so big you don't you know what I mean you can't expect them to have another one ready to go already um, they probably save the next Mario game for the next actual console that they make probably. Right? Yeah, yeah, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just keep adding updates to Mario Odyssey, kind of like what they did with Bowser's Fury. They pretty much it's like it's like the mechanics from Super Mario Land 3D, but it kind of feels like Odyssey. Like I, I don't know. I imagine they're just gonna kind of release DLC for games now on for now on, and same with Super Smash Brothers. That game's still getting updates. I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, yeah, I heard news that uh, Sakurai was gonna retire soon. Oh, he says that every year, though. Doesn't he? Yeah, um, he could. I mean, he's probably rich enough where he never has to work again in his life. How and old is Sakurai? I think he's in his forties. Really? Yeah, he's been working I, in Nintendo I, since he was like nineteen, and he actually so he made Kirby. So he must have started in like the eighties at some point. Nineteen. I think you're thinking about yeah. Miyamoto, Michael. Yeah, probably Shigeru. Yeah. Yeah, Miyamoto's older for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's fifty. I guess it's that's pretty. 
That's a good He looks young as hell. Yeah. Those those like those. Those. Those shirts are killer. I love those. He's got the shirts. They're so sick. <laughs> so does that mean if he retires, does that mean it's like the last Smash Bros he made? Is it like that's the last one in the series? No way. You think they're gonna just let go of the series because he's not there? Like, so he's probably not even as involved as he was at the beginning. You know, like Bandai Namco, like took part in making the newest one. So I'm mm. sure it'll be fine. Like going off from this point, and like Smash games haven't been good since Melee. So <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> no. No love for Sakurai. Man, this is... No, he's great. He's great, but... I wanted to kind of ask, like... um, like, Sorry. sorry. Um, Like, with, like, Smash, it's like... There's so many iterations, right? And, I mean, I've played all of them. Like, I just feel like games are going towards this new way of... Like, is it better just to have, like, a base game and then it just gets updated? You know what I mean? Like, how many more things can you really, like, do with Smash? You know what I mean? Thought that about like sports games like why are we making a new one every yeah. year you know it's on just make fifa and just have it like subscription based like an mmo yeah. and you pay like 20 bucks like every six months or something and you just get updates as it goes yeah and like i get that people really like yeah but, like i know people like to play like nhl 11 is like considered the best one in like new england like all, all the guys that play nhl love 11 um so i guess the problem would be they wouldn't be able to go back to like a previous patch you know that's that's what you lose out with games like Fortnite, where they they took they took away Moisty Myers, and everyone's like, "Oh, I want to go back to Moisty Myers," but they can never do that. They can never go back to like the vanilla map. So I don't know. I don't know what the right do answer. Still, kind of like, go ahead. Do they still support the servers for the older games? Like, if you it, or do they shut down the servers the online and stuff? I have no idea. I mean. If you think about it, like WoW Classic, that was the whole reason WoW Classic even came out was because people were like, the game has changed so much and there's no option for us to just play the original version that I bought and I'm nostalgic for. That's kind of crazy. And they're right. like, you don't want it. And then like they had the, the whole, that was another e- BlizzCon. It's not E3, but the horrible BlizzCon press where you guys probably remember this, but he's like, do you plan on releasing a separate version of World of Warcraft that's an earlier version of the game? And the you one of the devs and like a super douchey, he's like, yeah, he's like, no. Yeah. And trust me, you think you want it, but you don't. And then like no one, it was kind of this like half like laughter, kind of like, damn, that was kind of a dick thing to say. Yeah. And then like two years later, that was like the curb your enthusiasm because <laughs> they released it. And they were like reluctantly like, you guys win. Wow, classic, and everyone's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> oh my god! I can kind of imagine though. It's like, as like um, you know, an established company, dude. If 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 people are like, "Oh, I want the older," you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like bringing back like to that time, it's tough to like be like, "Oh, but we're trying to, like, we're growing so much." It's like we want to do new things and shit. I don't know. It's tough, right? Yeah, it's just a shame that they can't yeah. have an older version that you can also play. Kind of like Diablo Two, you can go back and play the original Diablo Two, and it's so fun. Yeah. Like there should be like, okay, yeah, that was our old game. If you want to keep playing that, just pay us monthly, like WoW Classic. But we have yeah. the new game too. I, mean, I think they have to, because it's really frustrating from a gaming perspective to not be able to go back. The thing is with with, get- with WoW, it's like you can and like you can like it already proved you can do that and people are gonna play it and pay for it. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna yeah. do it. Fuck yeah. Like Danny or something. Yeah, does the- yeah well go ahead. the one thing I'm kind of disappointed about World Classic that I think they should have picked up from Jagex with old school RuneScape is that 
with old school RuneScape, they they're, they're letting the community decide what's actually getting added instead of they just because now Burning Crusade is gonna release. I don't know when. And it, it kind of just feel like they're going to catch up to the point again when it sucks, when people don't want to play it. Yeah. Because most people start, start like, stop playing at, like, what was it, Cataclysm, I think? Yeah, that's when I quit. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> so instead I of just with- adding the old expansions again, make a new game, as old school RuneScape did, it's like... It's not 07 RuneScape anymore. It's a completely different game. Yeah. And imagine, it's gonna, imagine if instead of the Burning Crusade, they they branched out off and it's like the, yeah, exactly, right? the Altered Crusade and it's a totally different reimagined version of it with fixes to what was wrong with it. That would be so... It'd be huge if they did that. It's kind of exactly. lazy that they're not actually. That's a I, good I'm, point. I'm, I guess they're just trying to grab the money again. Yeah, Activision is saying no. We we have all the we have all the background and blah blah blah. So just add this. People play again, and then we'll add wrath, and then we'll see after that. Yeah, I want to actually say talk about uh. I used to play like I feel like MMOs. It's 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 so cool that like because like it's all just patches. So like you can always just go back. Like people make private servers, you know, of like old things. That's like how WoW Classic started, right? Um, and yeah, I used to play Ma- like a MMO called Maple Story, and now it like took a great portion of my life. It's just like a 2D yeah. side screw up, dude. I love that. <laughs> I game. Love Maple Story. Oh, I fucking love Maple Story. But, um, basically, the story with that the that game is, um, the base game, it's kind of similar to how WoW had like a kind of a big, uh, like people kind of lost, like stopped playing because, uh, they made a whole like um basically like update called the big bang that basically it like doubled the experience rate the drop rate it changed so much they redid all the og maps that everyone like loved they literally had like maps where you could just like hang out and like there were spots where you like everyone like, would crowd around like like wow you know what i mean i runescape um but a lot of those things were like taken away and like no one wanted it and it became a lot more about like the money and like in-game purchases and stuff like that and they have eventually like made a server that's called like Reboot that uh, went back to that. But like they lost so many. Like there used to be like twenty five million players playing like you know constantly. Now it's like maybe like five million, you know. Wow. And the main thing of it is like in Korea and shit. So I don't know. It's Mike. It's did tough. you try Maple Story too? Yeah, dude. I played it for until uh, max level, and it wow. just it didn't really. You know, I mean that yeah. that, that game shut down. So. <laughs> Oh really? It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah, shut down. Oh wow, it's kind of sucks. Okay. But uh, maybe like, in Korea this. I think I don't even know. The original one's still running strong though, which is kind of sad. <laughs> Danny made a good point though, going off of um, not even necessarily letting the people choose, but just the way that they took like a base game. These were the mechanics. It's kind of like if they if they like Ant, if they made a new Smash Brothers, but they yeah. took like the mechanics from Smash Melee and then just branched it off into a new thing. And it's now it's it's developing specifically. They're not trying to f- change the mechanics of the game. They're not trying to change anything. They're just adding new content to what's already there because yeah. people enjoyed like like Mike. If they took the my, the Maple Story that you liked previous to that update and then just branched it from that branching, I think is the the big yeah. difference and like yeah. escape they they're doing the kind of controversial like letting the community decide so maybe blizzard wouldn't want to do that per se 
but just going back to like, all right, this is WoW Classic. Now we're gonna build, new, we're gonna reimagine new worlds using the what's broken and you know the, the all the problems with WoW Classic. We're gonna that as they are, and then go from there. And then you get to experience a whole new game, but it feels like the older game, but it's new. It's 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 a good. Um, I'm glad that RuneScape Classic is doing that because or old school RuneScape because it uh it's a good example that it can work and that it works very well. The new RuneScape, if you're into it at all, it's the best it's ever been. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Melee, they do the same thing where they're just adding on to what exists. So they added like Wolf to the game and they added a volleyball mode, which is like so fun. Um, is that really? Project M or? No, no, this is Melee. They figured out a way to like add new characters to Melee. So um, in new game modes. So yeah, volleyball is a blast. Volleyball? Like, <laughs> Sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, you just have a volleyball and you just have a person on each side. And if it touches the ground on the other person's side, you get a point That's first true. to 11 winner that's it and like, this tournament yeah like too. bare back air to yeah. get the ball yeah. over yeah and it, like it goes faster and faster as you hit it so if you get like hard hits on it if you're playing as like ganon and like you know do yeah. a, a warlock punch it's, it goes flying like it's so hard to react to it so it's pretty fun awesome. they, yeah. they as in the community right this is a community mods you're talking yeah. about or? yeah this is um yeah nintendo would never yeah go back yeah. to <laughs> <Hell> no. <laughs> yeah we're coming back I've to me Anthony, I've got a quick, uh, just, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I got to pick up. Yeah, yeah, I'll go after you. Yeah, yeah. Finally, finally found it for the right price. I've been looking forever. Book off, comes through again. I finally got the spice order. Hey, let's go. All right. It was only $18. Nice, dude. That looks fresh. Well, 1,800 yen. $15 American, dude. Good price. Wow. Book off. That looks like it's in great condition, man. That's that's awesome. I haven't cracked it open, but it it looks clean as hell. It looks nice. Yeah, C sticks. It's at least clean. They at least rubbed it off. But nice. <laughs> um, there we go. Speaking of a book off adventure, I want to talk about my pickups because whenever I go on my book off adventure, Let's do some pickups. Let's do some I pickups. Got, I gotta do. I gotta drink my <laughs> boss black. You know, speaking so, my language. Cheers. Japanese canned coffee. The black it's more sugar boss. Than there we go. I was actually at a game shop today, and they had a fridge with Okari Sweat and the Boss Coffee. So I was like, oh, I, gotta, "I gotta get this." Um, That's dude. awesome, man. Yeah, it was pretty sick. So I picked up, you know, three dollars, three times the actual price, but I'll do oh, it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like me paying four dollars for a can of root beer at A and W here in Japan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that import fee, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, I'll That's start awesome. it off with a uh, Wario Land Three. Hey, very nice. nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. Um, and I got some games. Uh, so two of them are limited run. I got my limited run pickups. First one, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, okay. Nice. Cool. Is that actually good? Yeah, it's a good beat em up. Second, Cheer in the Wanderer. Oh, nice. you wanted that one. You're talking about that before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that oh, uh, yeah. dungeon games. What are they Rogue. called? Uh, Roguelikes. Rogue. Rogue. Is Roguelike Dungeon something? Mystery Dungeon? I don't know. Mystery Dungeon game. Yeah, it's like the Mystery Dungeon gameplay. Yeah. Um, and then for my fellow weebs out there, Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That's a good That's one. A... Eric's like, fucking it. weeb. <laughs> fucking weeb. <laughs> the guy living in Japan can call weeb. That's pretty bad. So I always have to pick up one thing at a game store, even though like the last game store I went to, 
Oh, did two today. The last one, they had limited run games for like $90. And I wanted to be like, are you fucking kidding me? You guys just like ordered these off limited run for like 30 each and you're just reselling them for triple the price. Like, fuck up. you. Like, fuck you. Oh, so, uh, I know. But picked up Brutal Legend. Always oh, wanted nice. it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm I've never played it. I've heard it's good. I always yeah. see that. Jack, isn't Jack Black in that? Yeah, he's the voice actor. He's the, the guy, guy, yeah. And then finally, a little NES case. Oh, just for, you know, cool. Is yeah, that an OG cool. case, like from Nintendo? It's like a Nintendo sticker that's kind of fallen off. I don't, I don't know if it's oh, cool. OG or anything, but it's made in Indonesia, so I doubt it. Um, but <laughs> looks sick though. Says Nintendo. Yeah, 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 and it like has wall hangers, so I can actually like hang it up. There we go. Yeah. Very nice. Speaking that's of uh, speaking nice of pickups. game, nice pickups. Speaking of game cases. Dollar store in Japan, Daiso, has come through for me much more than I would have ever expected. All especially for like stands. If I want to have like my Game Boy propped up on my display, they have little stands for like a book frame, you know, for like a photo or something like that. You go to you go to the dollar store in Japan, it's called Daiso. Just go into like the plastic section where they have different like containers and shit, and you can kind of get creative. I found a perfect box. I think we showed it on a previous podcast for my Game Boy games. It literally is like perfect like if the size is made for game boy software it's it's mm. perfect and um so i have that i have some stands but i just got this because i've been collecting for the switch a fucking dollar man it, it holds seven games plus uh two micro sd cards so i just i've never had like i don't like having to pull off my games off the shelf each time i'd rather have them kind of accessible that i can yeah because uh, i have like a carrying, i have like a up until now i had like a like a leather carrying case like the nintendo switch just case and it has like you can put your switch it's got a pocket for like some headphones and like a wipe cloth and then like slots for your games but now i have like 15 games about so i ran out of space so i just needed a place to like at home put the software in and then i can pick like one or two and put that in the travel case because my worry i don't want to i don't want to carry like 600 dollars worth of games yeah. in my backpack you know what i mean so if i lose my switch at least i only lose two games instead of the whole collection so um this was only a dollar so i bought like three of these so i'm set for if i ever need more pretty sweet so that's just um, that's meant to like fit just switch games it's literally like third party like for nintendo switch they have like screen they have like screen covers for a dollar like the the shield like like a phone cover kind of but for your switch they have like they have like joystick i'll have to take a photo or something sometime but they have a joy con joystick like grip for a dollar um they have like the off-brand leather cases for like two or three dollars yeah. and then these are they're made for the switch that's correct do you yeah. think in japan that they kind of because i feel like the switch is very um it's not a it's not a knock on the switch at all i think it's very like casual in terms of like a lot of people you know like have it you know like families yeah. whatever like you're old young that's like how all the commercials are right like it's cool that because i think in like in america you don't get no you know you don't get no the Seven Eleven's got you know the cases or like dollar stores got cases for your games. Uh, it's just cool to see yeah. that in Japan that like you know some places kind of carry just like third party stuff. Yeah, it's right next to all of like the phone accessories. So everyone has an iPhone or an yeah, Android phone. Yeah. Nowadays, everyone has a Switch. That's kind of the because you don't see anything for the PS4 or the Xbone or anything like that. Yeah, it's yeah. all Nintendo because well, they know that a lot of little kids are gonna say, "I want that." And it, yeah. it, it works. So I'll, I'll go quickly because I have a few things to show. I showed the controller. I showed that case. You were talking about limited run. I yeah. finally got my first limited run purchase. So oh, nice. 
They have a store in, in Tokyo, I think, right? Oh, really? So limited run yeah. when it comes to Japan, depending on the game, sometimes it doesn't come through limited run. It comes through a different company called 3Goo, like the number 3GOO. Oh. Uh, so like, like Japan, just for legal reasons, has to go through just a different publisher. But it's it's technically what limited run put together. But they they publish it under this company called 3Goo. So it's a 3Goo purchase, but it's limited run. And I got uh, Streets of Rage 4, the collector's edition, special edition. Nice. And uh, it's called Bare Knuckle in Japan. So this is Bare Knuckle 4. So this is the Japan copy. It has English on it. So if, you, if your Switch is in English mode, it'll load in English. It works online in English. Totally fine. Uh, cool but they have this for sale. Sorry? It's the cool, cool cover. cover. Yeah. <laughs> Both said it. Yeah. It, it came with a poster, which is uh, hard to see, but it's right there. It's on the wall. I know it's like a bad camera angle, but it's a cool big poster of this image. Um, so you can see here, though, and instead of it saying limited run, which I think is a cooler design, it says three goo. So that's weird. like the publisher. So um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that limited run is like setting up a store or has already set up a store in, in Tokyo. Um, okay, good. So that might be changing. I want, I want limited run to come to Japan because I, for example, I bought this. I think when it came out, it was probably like 50 bucks or something, but I bought it for 30 brand new on Amazon. It's like, Damn. it's like affiliated prime purchase with Amazon with company, I guess. So I, someone suggested I check and it was like 29.99 complete brand nice. new. I'm like, Oh fuck yeah. So, um, it had this, the poster and it came with a music CD, which I ripped onto my computer and I've been listening to it. It's awesome. If you guys nice. haven't listened to the music from this yet, there's a, there's three tracks I'm going to suggest to you cause they're fucking good. It's a, it's a fun game. It's really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh. Danny, yeah, Sebastian you and I went week? to Gaia in Kyoto last week. And oh, he nice. recorded some footage from that. Ah! Complete inbox. 100%. All the accessories. Pretty much brand new condition. Five bucks. Ooh, dama! <laughs> that box is good. Yeah, Danny was Ooh, talking about this game last week. Dude, I tried playing that game. game. It doesn't make sense to me. I tried playing it for like an hour once, and I <laughs> it just doesn't fucking work. I don't know what it is. That's the that makes sense. Ball, right? It's pinball. It's like pinball with like samurai. Yeah. It's it, it never worked for me. I, maybe I'm just stupid. I don't know. Did you, it makes sense did for you have the microphone? You have the microphone? Yeah, I got the mic and everything. I it just it just didn't. You, you need a microphone? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah it's made by made by the same company that made Seaman. Vivarium. It's a yeah, weird it's game. It's company. So all the, dude, all the samurai characters look so jank. Like it's purposely like super derpy and they like are horrible graphics. And like you base, and the funny part of the gameplay is, is like you're playing pinball and there's your samurai army against like a, a defending army. And you have to scream into mic, into the mic, like push forward, push forward while you're, while you're pinballing a huge metal ball that rolls over not only your own army, but the enemy. And, um, when the ball hits them, they have like little like like comic book like blurbs of words they say. They're like, "Oh, the humanity!" <laughs> like, they're like dying. It's so funny, and uh, you can throw Danny. Danny was uh, takes credit for showing me this game last week, and I was like, oh, "I'll take a look" because it wasn't very. It was only five bucks complete, so it's obviously wow. not sought yeah. after at all. But it's fun. Yeah, I, I really, played. Um, I kind of want it. I haven't cool played the have. uh, English yet. Yeah. I, I I loaded up on my girlfriend's uh, Japanese GameCube, so we just played it in Japanese, and it's so funny. Like the narrator, it's all super like Edo period samurai, like mukashi mukashi, 
and they're talking they're like they're talking about the nintendo they're talking about the nintendo like ball like it's this bell or some kind of like a artifact and they make it sound like it's this legendary artifact but it literally has like in japanese nintendo written on the bell like it's so stupid it's hilarious it's fucking funny last one and i'll shut up probably my best purchase while i was at sudagaya Dance Dance Revolution Ooh, for the Game Boy Color, baby! Game Boy Color? Game Boy? It comes with an accessory for the Game Boy Color that you attach to it to be able to push up, down, Dude, left, and right. I have never seen that. That looks so fucking sick. Dude, 15 bones. And I, I, I asked the guy at the counter, like, can you confirm it comes with the accessory? He's like, oh, it comes with the accessory. <laughs> and he pulled it out. And it had it, it, had, it, had it in here. And I have yet to boot it up, but uh, I took a look at it, and it's complete. It works. It attaches. Game Boy Dance Dance Revolution. It might have only come out in Japan. That I sounds, would imagine if we've never heard of it. That kind of sounds fun, dude, for the Game Boy. Fuck yeah, dude. And it. let's see. when It, it came out in 2000, so it wasn't like the end oh, of yeah. the Game Boy Color, but pretty late. Pretty late. Yeah, you have to use your feet, right? You can't use I your wish. Yeah, your toe. You got you got like a pad connected to your Game Boy. <laughs> but I look forward to um I look forward to hearing the songs. But another question I have, and I haven't I fired this up for you guys, is I was gonna say, well, how how are they able to achieve left and right inputs? Because the Game Boy can only go like up left, up right, down right, down left. You can't go left right or up down. But I'm looking on the back here and it confirms there's a left-right input. Like my like, guess, my guess is that here. they use like one button from the D-pad, A button, B button, and like starter. Oh, select. Yeah. And just, like, that would make that sense. Mm, yeah. that would make sense. That would make sense. That would make sense. Okay, so then you pro- oh, then you could probably play with like my Game Boy Player and just use my other controller, and it's probably just like like I couldn't use the accessory for that. But if I wanted to live stream it, I could do like it's probably up left and then A and B. And then you're just alternating between yeah. those four. That's yeah, right. the accessory. Look at the accessory it's on the awesome, inside right? underneath. I'll go ahead and uh, while while whoever goes next, I'll I'll go ahead and start attaching it to my Game Boy, and we can see it. look at it. it. I want to hear the songs. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, the music is gonna be insane. Um, I didn't know I that existed. I kind of want that. Oh yeah, it was at it was at the Surigaya Kyoto that we went to. That is so cool. And I am I am working on the vlog for that. Um, I was kind of sick this week, but um, I should have that up week probably. Nice. Didn't you get sick from us going to Kyoto? Yeah, I, I, got, I got sick right after we went to Kyoto, dude. Oh god, the sacrifice, dude. Yeah, sacrifice. Dude. But um, I did doing. I did pick up something. I did pick up something on that Kyoto run. Um, which I, I think this might not get any. I don't know if we'll get good reactions, but I picked up something. Sebastian that I has a pickup. Sebastian has a pickup. Everybody. <laughs> Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this, this is this isn't really that this isn't really that cool because actually it's not that it's not it's not that great. Um, so this is the PS Classic. So I've heard both good and bad about it, I guess, because uh, a lot of people were very disappointed about the selection of the games, I guess, because there's no crash, there's no. I think it's like the emulation too is like they did a poor job at like setting up the emulation like the resolutions off and stuff but you can just mod the shit out of it and then yeah which is exactly what i did (laughs) go ahead oh you did nice yeah so um yeah this thing this is the ps classic i picked it up in uh kyoto surigaya with eric um you'll see it on the vlog um nice manual (laughs) 
Sorry. And then um, so yeah, this um, pretty much by itself, this thing is pretty shitty. I mean the, I think Japan had some pretty cool games on it. There's like Wild Arms. There's like the Suicoden games. Um, here's a box for it too. The box is really nice because pretty much everybody just box like once they bought cool. these. It's like the original PlayStation box, pretty much yeah, nice. like similar to it. But pretty much they're all in, these you can find used in great condition because pretty much everybody bought them and returned them because they sucked. And um, but they but now you can get them for pretty cheap prices if you find them. Um, so the initial games on it: there's Final Fantasy VII, there's Parasite Eve, there's Biohazard, Director's Cut, Ridge Racer, um, Gradius, Tekken Three, but um, Metal Gear. So it has good games on it. But the actual emulation itself, I mean, Sony just pretty much took like, you know, I forget what it's called. It's like the PC as sexy emulator. It's like the basic one yeah. that people use online. And even the games don't run at the correct frame rates. I think even for the, in the American version, they put like the PAL games on it. So it's not even the correct like uh, frame rate for the TVs. So it's like slower and um, it's kind of sucks. So what I did, I just did, you know, what I wanted. To, I have an SNES Classic that I modded, so I have no shame. I just did. I took the PS Classic. I, mod, I This weekend, I took Sunday to mod it. And I got my OTG right here with the thumb drive. Nice. You stick that in the back. And, yeah, you get, you can play. Thumb drives right there. It's super small. And then, um, yeah, you can just play whatever you want. It. Um, no. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, I and I was able to, you know, relive some of my favorite uh Childhood games, um, it runs great. I sent Mike some videos. Um, yeah, he, he saw some of the how it performs. Um, take some configuration for some of the games, but once you get it going, um, yeah, it looks it looks great, and um, it's not bad. It's there's not. It's you have to kind of mess around with certain games to make sure if you want it to look like enhance the resolution and then make it work like it did on the PlayStation. But overall, it's a pretty good uh, experience. Um, and if you're if you're looking to scratch your itch for some PlayStation One, um, so I guess for me it's worth for me it was worth it. But I will say though that after doing this, um, it does make me want to get the the real thing because I want to have an actual CRT eventually and the PlayStation game so I can actually just like focus yeah. and you know, have have that like authentic experience. Yeah, you're probably already you're probably already considering doing this yourself. But what like because I think when we're at the store we talked about this. But since you're planning on maybe getting a CRT in the future, it sounds like what would be cool to do now is like play whatever games you have on it, try it, make sure it works and stuff. And then, like, right now, you could just buy the software, like, just buy the disc. Like, you go and buy a yes. copy of Japanese Spyro, and then you load the English ROM or the C, whatever, the ISO or whatever ISO. on. You can play it. But then when you eventually buy the real thing, you'll own the real thing already, and you can just yeah. pop it in. It'll be in Japanese, but you yeah. can play it. So, like, so you, you can actually yeah. burn your ISOs from your PlayStation 1 games and then play it on this, essentially. Yeah, yeah so you could rip it yourself, like, yes. one at a time. That sounds like fun. Yeah, um, you know, another thing you could do the route that like Eric went down is getting a PC CRT so that you can just do like HDMI to VGA. Mm. Um, PC CRT. Eric showing yeah, that's that DDR. So I'm getting warmed up. Crazy. So yeah, Eric, if you want, you Yo. can talk about uh, you. You have like some HDMI consoles that can work on your on your CRT because it's a PC CRT, right? Oh, are you asking about getting it to work on the HDMI so, to work on the series? Yeah, that's so like yours uses VGA, so that's like 480p with Dreamcast. So, so right now I'm not actually using any uh, HDMI to CRT, but I am using VGA. Yeah, um, and so in converting HDMI to VGA is like super easy. You just use this adapter called Tendac, and so if you really wanted to, without getting original hardware, you could have your 
PlayStation Classic play on a PC CRT. Mm. It's totally, it's definitely possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking. I'm definitely looking for looking to do that. Probably once I move into a bigger place, because right now I don't have a space to put like that big old CRT on in, a, in yeah, somewhere. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah definitely, it's definitely something I want to do. Because I know Sebastian, you're a little bit uh, probably compared to some of us a bit more frugal on your purchases. I'm a stingy game p- pickup guy. Yeah, you're cheap. No. But but I mean like but I but I just know that about you. So I feel like when you were thinking about buying it, I thought it was the perfect solution because you could if you really were like, you know what, I really want to play this game, I'm just gonna download it. If you don't have any shame, you can do it. And for you it sounds kind of perfect. But also okay. like you said, Anthony, yeah, perhaps without buying having to buy the real hardware, you can just mitigate that. Now you have uh HDMI goes to one TV. And then when you want to play on the CRT, you just like unplug it or flip a switch or just change the cable yeah. or something. And then you're playing on a CRT without. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, so just make sure it's a VGA. You'd obviously ask us before you buy it. I'm yeah, I, that's why I prefer like the 480p CRTs because those can actually run like an HDMI console. Um, if you yeah. downscale 480p. Like I, I used to play like a Dreamcast, which supports native VGA. You just plug it in and it looks like fucking butter yeah and I, damn, even, even my nintendo switch games i was playing them on on my pc crt even like modern games even look better on that on like a good crazy. pc crt so yeah. nice crt scan lines that, that's all, it's funny how the whole point of the the podcast name is is that but not everyone here has a crt so let's get on it boys let's get on it boys yeah we gotta get that the majority do right the majority do yeah yeah we're looking at you, Sebastian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Eric, how's my Super Famicom CRT? Yeah. Oh, I have an update with that. So uh, I I have your TV. I boxed it. I sent you photos, but I pretty much yeah. like wrapped it in bubble wrap, covered the screen in plastic, put that in a box, sick. took that box, put that inside of a bigger box that has more stuff. So it's like double whatever. Nice. nice. Um, I went to the post office and I said, hi. Uh, I'm not sure what I need, but I'm trying to send a really large object. It's a uh, old tube TV and I'm trying to ship it by boat. And um, you know, what do I need? And she basically gave me all the paperwork I need that uh, cause I have to measure and check to see how heavy it is and how big it is. Cause the box actually, the, the way I put it together may be too large. Uh, I just got that last week. Like they gave me the forms and then I had to go to work. And so I just set the forms like on the TV and I haven't measured it yet. But all I have to do is measure the TV, make sure it's within the limits that they allow. And if it's not, I'm going to have to rewrap it somehow, which I'm a little nervous about because I feel like the way I wrapped it is pretty safe. I put a bunch of like foam and bubble wrap. It's pretty like it even feels because the TV itself was pretty light. It's not very heavy. Yeah. But I I have it. I have it so that it's bottom heavy, the box, so it shouldn't tilt or anything. And I'm going to. I even I went to the post office and asked, do you sell like the stickers to say like this side up and fragile? They said no, which I didn't really believe. I'm like, are you serious? Like who sells these? Yeah. Like, where, where do you buy that? First of all, do you guys know? Are you able to, dollar where store. would you buy that? That's the post office. That's where I buy. Sorry? The dollar store. That's where I buy. Oh, okay. You, uh, you got to buy yourself usually... a Sharpie and then you. I was, that's what I was going to yeah. do was just get a and just fucking go crazy or like yeah. take a piece of white paper and then cover that in like clear tape that has an arrow on it or something it's gonna look like shit on the outside but just so it's like do not tilt this thing please like just keep it up yeah be careful um it's Damn, funny they're a lot of effort, like, well we can guarantee that while leaving japan the tv will be safe but we can't promise that the americans will treat it right <laughs> they have like a big stigma versus like foreigners 
please. Oh, please. They're like, yeah, I know. That's Japan. Um, yeah. So just update. All I have to do is measure it. And if it's not, I'm worried it's going to be too big. And if it is, I'm going to have to rethink how I'm going to wrap the thing, which is just delaying it even further. But if yeah. it is within the right size, and once I get all the arrows going and shit, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to, with my girlfriend, just make sure I don't mess it up. We just have to call them and they come and pick it up and we pay for the however much it's going to cost. And then I'll obviously have you pay for that because I'm not paying for it. And yep. uh, that's it. So it's actually going to be pretty quick. So I'm hope I was planning on doing that this week. And I know I say that every time I like update, like oh, I'll do it this week and then I don't. Yeah, but yeah. I really am like one step at a time. Just yeah. forgive me for the, the delay. But the TV um, works. I confirmed it works before I put it in the in the box i put in a uh, uh, mega man x look fucking nice. awesome s video looks good nice um i'm just praying we don't have, i'm praying we don't have another panasonic q incident yeah, yeah i'm praying yeah, i'm praying yeah I know. wait what was that <laughs> what's feel... the panasonic q incident um all right long story short i bought a panasonic q console and i tested it while i was in japan worked perfectly wrapped the shit out of it these two guys at the post office in Japan were like, they spent like an hour with me, like wrapping it up, getting it ready. I ship it home and I finally get the package like a month later once I was home and I pick it up and I just hear rattling. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, it was just totally destroyed from the inside. So I just had to like, yeah, there's nothing. This was was shipping through the boat. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think I paid to like have it shipped quicker or something. I don't know, but it was in pieces when I got it. it the outside is fine. It was just the inside was like totally fucked up. Man. So yeah. I had nothing oh, to do with wow. that Panasonic, but I feel like it's my my responsibility to make sure this TV gets there in one piece. Because I was also there when we bought it. When and when, uh, when you say it's a boat, yeah, man, I just imagine some guy on like a single boat just like shoveling through. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta get this Panasonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I get nervous on the boat because I just imagine like a rogue wave and like yeah. TV goes in the ocean. Like, <laughs> TV, just, TV just hitting the all the walls. Just the containers on like on like the ship deck and the ship deck's like sliding. <laughs> like, yeah, right. right? Yeah. Like the, the wave goes over it. Like ah. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully well, boat is gonna is gonna be better. I I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully. Yeah, because it was funny because when I was talking to her at the post office, she was like, well, I got to tell you right now with Corona, we are not shipping by plane. Or she said something like this. She was like, we're not shipping by some methods because of Corona. We're going to have to ship it by boat. And I'm like, oh, no, that's what I want. Like, I want the <laughs> slowest, most, like, secure, like, cheapest way you can do. Like, please. Right. like. And she's like, oh, okay, in that case. And then she's like, you need this, this, this. She gave it to me in English and Japanese. Um the post office in Japan is actually pretty, like you said, they were working with you for an hour, although it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> got, it's a pretty, they're pretty, they're pretty, uh, what's oh. the word? They're on point. Like dude, they you were are talking very... for like an hour about wrapping this like little package. And I'm just like, dude, I, I, I don't speak Japanese, so I can say, but I want to be like, I don't care. Like, just, just do it. Like <laughs> they, yeah. were, they went through like the whole, like, like hours of documentation of shipping something. And it's like, dude, I just want this to get to my house in one piece. And it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. whatever. So that, that's such it's a horror more, yeah. story that. Yeah. It's too bad. I do what I can. So um, yeah, just have to check the size and call them and draw some arrows on it and pray the boat doesn't flip. And uh, 
<laughs> taken over by pirates. Capsized. Some pirates, yeah. The pirates go the of this TV. Yeah, they yeah. start playing like <laughs> uh, goof troop on the, on yeah, the camera. Well, yeah. Anthony, and your your suggestion of how you want to use the TV, I thought was wonderful because, like, you you were when we when we bought the TV, you were um, for those out of the loop. Basically, we we did a YouTube video on my main YouTube channel. Uh, the link is on my thing or whatever. You can just go find it. But we bought uh, a TV that has a Super Nintendo built into it, a Super Famicom, a Japanese. Uh, and so literally like you load your game software in the top, the controllers plug into the TV, really cool. And um, it supports S video, which is a very, it's very high quality. It's not the highest, but it's very, very good. And um, uh, my, you're, you're kind of saying like, dude, if I don't buy this, you should get it. And as cool as it is for like TikTok, Instagram posts, I wouldn't have much need for it streaming yeah. wise because I need like, I guess you. I guess technically on the back, it does have the ability to output to another screen. Do you can cool. have it go to a different com- TV? Like it's possible. Yeah. Um, so I guess I could then like route that to but my. Your setup is going to have better video quality anyway. So exactly. So the way I have my setup, I'm using like component cables and shit. So I w- it wouldn't work for what I need. But the way you suggested it of of using it specifically for Game Boy games was a yeah. really cool suggestion. You were suggesting using the the Super Game Boy Two for the Super Famicom plugging that in and then just using that tv like oh whenever i play game boy games i use this plan it's gonna be my game boy tv yeah that's so i think that's awesome yeah Yeah. it's gonna look so good it's blown up you know what i should try to do i'm gonna try to beat kirby tilt and tumble with that (laughs) you just have to Uh, to, like rotate the tv after a year of trying to get it to you you just break the tube like (laughs) you know like my arms would get jacked if i beat kirby tilt and tumble on the (laughs) tv I don't think if anybody's you do done that. that before, dude, I'm gonna be offended though, because that TV's gonna break. I know. And we gotta get you. We gotta get you the Hori, dude. I think. Oh, by dude, the way, yeah. it's a holy grail. Yeah. I think there's a company like Retro Eight or something that is finally uh, making these. I'm pretty sure. So you can. They're, they should be coming out for like for, twenty for thirty GameCube, bucks. Not oh. It's a GameCube huh? one for GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'll definitely get one of those. Uh, yeah. The need for this is so high. They did that with the um, N64 uh, Hori gamepad. Where they, they yeah. yeah, some company I forget the name. They reproduce them. So I think you are should they, be able to get. Are they I, as this good? Donated to me, oh. but it was like 150 bucks. It's fucking awesome. Nice. Yeah. What's the for oh. people that don't know? What's the draw of the Hori gamepad? It's um. So if you wanna, the GameCube supports Game Boy games via the Game Boy Player. But if you're using a traditional GameCube controller, if you think about it, you have. You have the joystick option, which doesn't translate well to Game Boy because it's it's meant to be a D-pad, so it, you miss a lot of inputs if it's like a platforming game. If it's like Pokemon, you'll be fine, but yeah. uh, you're going to fuck up. So you naturally, you go to the D-pad, but look at this thing, dude. The it's worst, fucking tiny. Probably the worst D-pad in history. And personally, dude, I'm trying to play with this D-pad, you know what I'm saying? The, the Dance Central Revolution yeah. D-pad, but, but the... This D pad is just horrible. It's it's kind of a it's only there in case you really really needed it, like for, it's for taunting and melee. That's what it's meant for. Yeah, for taunting, it's for extra shit. Yeah. So your your thumb hurts. You miss inputs. It's not good. So what are your options? You can play with this. Which I guess that's the only option. But they released Hori released, which is like always an affiliate with Nintendo. So at least that's good. It's like official, but it's made by a different uh, company. They make a bunch of controllers. This came out, which is a solution. It's literally a super, it's basically a Super Nintendo shaped controller. Um, although this one, it's got the bevel on the back, dude. Oh, that's the nice. Super Nintendo. 
not have. So it, yeah. it might seem like minimal, but it just adds that extra comfortable oh, yeah. kind of Xbox the, uh, grip. Dude. Button layout. But as you can see, it's not, it's not a Super Nintendo controller because it yeah. has the Game Boy, the GameCube layouts. So it's got the A, B, X, and Y, the Z. It's weird though, when you play uh when you play Game Boy games, select isn't actually select, Z becomes select because that's how they programmed it. They programmed it so that your your controller used select because there's no select button on the game controller. Yeah. So right. you use this for select, and otherwise everything's the same. You don't need L and R. Um, but these came out, and probably at the time, no one really cared about them because you didn't really realize why would I want this? Not everyone had a Game Boy player. It probably wasn't that needed. Now in the retro days of us trying to go back and find all the good shit and cherry pick what's good, this is one of the most sought after controllers of all time because it's literally the best way to play your Game Boy games on your game because this plugs in via a GameCube port. So, unfortunately, very rare and expensive, but it sounds like someone's finally, finally going to be making like a third-party uh, version of it. I'm trying to show you. That's the description. But mostly the bevel's the big difference and it, that it's it literally looks like a GameCube mm. controller. It's just what makes it kind of a unique piece of history, but it's also like the best controller for... I've been playing uh, Sebastian, that Pokemon Nuzlocke. I've been playing with this. Nice. I got the Wikipedia Damn. pulled up, Bulbapedia, oh, yeah. and looking up my stats on my Pokemon before I make any decisions. <laughs> here on my TV, it's it's so fun. Nice. I wonder if um, maybe that's like a better because do you think they just made it for like that purpose, or do you think it was more yeah. for maybe you think it was yeah just for that? Because if you if you load up a regular GameCube game, most GameCube games require a joystick to play with. So if you play like if I play like Panel Day Palm, yeah, it works. For example, like the Tetris Attack re-release, you can play that. But if you try to put in like Mario or Zelda Wind Waker, you literally can't even get through the menu because there's no joystick on the controller. Yeah. So you can play games that support just the D-pad, maybe some shoot 'em ups and all. But maybe um, like, like fighting games too. Yeah. Probably. Right? Yeah. You could probably do fighting games. Yeah. So there's probably a limited library that supports it. Um, but the real reason is for the Game Boy player. That was the yeah. real purpose. Yeah. That's cool. It's good. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, Danny, do you I, have... I would never ever been able to afford it, but someone gifted yeah. it to me. So that's nice, yeah. dude. Shout out to them yeah. for real. Uh, yeah. Danny, do you got Time any? You got any pickups to the store? Well, the store has been kind of dull. I haven't really gotten a lot. Mm. I've gotten one cool game that I love, and I recommend to Eric since he just got his own Genesis or Mega Drive. Barbie, Barbie Horse Adventure. Street Fighter Street. 2. Oh, oh, that's cool. oh wow. The box art is Very nice. cool. I got to nice. get one of the button controllers, though, because mine's only three button. Street Fighter oh, yeah. six. Yes. You need the six yeah. one. Mm. It's okay. a special champion edition. Oh, that's wow. awesome. I love the box, box art. Yeah. The box yeah, art. Looks great. Awesome. Uh, does it come with the manual, too? Yes. Let's the manual's it. a bit beat up, but it's in there. Oh yeah, nice, nice. I like how the Genesis and most like the Sega, like I think the Master System too, but they had like the cases be very like you know like just cardboard does not like last like those last. Wish, you know what I mean? I wish Nintendo had the same packaging. I know, Genesis. man. Yeah, because the best part when this came out, VHS was the thing. Yeah. So mm. everybody had the storage for VHS and this mm. fit. Yep. so everybody kept the packaging so it's super clever of sega yeah but i also got oh go eric 
I was just going to say I'm a huge fan of the Genesis. That's all I was saying. It's fucking awesome. Toe Jam is an awesome game, by the way. Toe oh, Jam yeah. and Earl. It's fun. Shining Force uh, is my favorite. Dude, I picked up here. two games oh, for my... <laughs> so I picked up two games for my for myself that I wanted for a while and don't know why I picked it up yet. I got Mario Party the Top 100. Have you ever heard of this? No. What is that? No. A bootleg? It's just, no, it's a real. <laughs> I've never the seen that in my life. The Top 100? Yeah, so... It's a 3DS game that took the top 100 mini games of Mario 1 to really? 10. Yeah. Did this come out in America? I don't know. It's I've quite expensive. It. So it's it, it's a bit rare. I'm looking it up. Wait, wait, I, I kind of want it. 100 mini games of what? Mario Party or? Of Mario Party. I don't get it. Of Mario Party 1 oh, Mario 10. Party. Oh. Okay. I never That's heard of it. I thought you meant like regular Mario. That's awesome. So it's right? it's how many Mario Parties came out for the 3DS? Is it is so it remake it's not, of like it's, no? It's from Mario Party One to Ten. So oh. they took all the mini games from I've seen it Mario for like twenty five on eBay. So it's the top one hundred for them. But so is it? Does it have Mario Party still like the board game, or is it just the mini games? I haven't tried it yet, so I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's still the board game as well, but. I think it's dude, the such, most popular. We're such pucks, dude. We're like, all of us, we're like, dude, I got this game. It's awesome. You played it? Nah, probably not. Nah. Like, <laughs> I haven't had the time yet. <laughs> like, th- does anyone actually play games here? Or we just, we're just no. buying. No, we just, we no. just buy. I haven't played a game in a week. We just flex. And I, uh, oh, but yeah. I finally picked up Animal Crossing for the there Switch. We go. Okay. I don't, I don't know go. why I haven't picked this up yet, but I'm oh, very no. excited. To actually play Konami. Some Konami, oh boy. I'd awesome. like to play that too. We should we should get all into it now that it's like old news because I haven't bought it either and it's getting cheaper. Especially if you buy it loose, you can get it yeah. for like thirty bucks here. There's so many, dude. If you go into a book off in Japan, it's like the whole shelf is dedicated to used copies of Animal Crossing because of the pandemic. Wow. People bought it, sold it. Yeah, this is actually. Mm. And you played Animal Crossing, right? Yeah, actually, uh, funny story. My father, um, he was, he wasn't working during uh, quarantine, so he's kind of bored. And so I bought him a Switch Lite, and, and I Hell gave him yeah. my copy of Animal Crossing. I played a little bit. I wasn't as into it this time, so I gave it to him. And to this day, he's been working on his village, and what? he has like, Damn. I want to make awesome. like a video of like his village because it's ridiculous. Because he, he grows bonsai, that's like his favorite oh. thing to do. So his Animal Crossing village is like a bonsai garden. It's insane. Oh, in real life. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he's, he's got all like the traditional Japanese bridges with like bonsai trees growing everywhere. I, I got to make a video on it. It looks like an awesome iteration of the series. I haven't played it yeah. yet. I'm kind of looking forward to playing it like after all the DLC comes out and yeah. shit and then just like enjoying it in like one go. It should it's be definitely fun. definitely the best Animal Crossing. Yeah. Like, okay. You know yeah. what? You know what the problem is with Animal Crossing is like, I, pl- I played that shit when it came out for like, I don't know how many months, but I was like full in every day. It's a tough thing to like get out of and then go back into. Yeah. Because it's like, that's yeah. the problem with it. Like, that's the game. You because know what I mean? Because village is dead. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of yeah. looking for that one month rush, though. Dude, it's perfect. I wish. Nice. Perfect for that. I wish they had like a, like a, like an option or something in the settings. Because Har- um, Stardew Valley did that very well, where it actually just saves your progress. So, like, I haven't played in two years. But I know I'm looking. I would rather go back and play that than Animal Crossing because I know I can go back and my village is going to be exactly as I left it. But 
Animal Crossing, you go back, there's like fucking weeds and half of your friends in the game are all gone. It's just, it's yeah. horrible. It's fun for when you're in it, but then it's like, you should have the option to like, do you want to switch to... You got the roaches running around your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, it's kind of smart. insulting, isn't it? It's yeah. kind of like, you feel like... When the neighbors shit, are like mean like, to you, everyone's yeah. like mad at you. You left us, dude. You left us. Yeah. You changed, it's man. It's immersive. It's immersive if you go on like a camping trip and then come back and you're like, okay, I can't wait to get back in. And then it's like, oh, I okay, sorry, I'm okay, I'm back, I'm back. But like you said, Mike, you come back after a year and it's not even worth it. Yeah, you're like, yeah. fuck this game. It's the big downside and, of Animal Crossing. I would fix a, that. A cool thing though is, um, like, I went back a couple times because they had like updates for certain like seasons or holidays, and they added like new fish, new like bugs, and like I thought that was really cool. Like at least a good thing with the updates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I like that. That's a great idea to play. Yeah, on. Updates can be very good. Now, like today, I think we've kind of brought up a few examples of that, that dude, it's like, it's different, but it can be awesome. Yeah. The, the craziest thing I, I never did this with any other animal crossing. I never understood like the turnips. Like I never like, it's like the stock market. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like, like Bitcoin. with yeah. this one, I finally like got into it and I started like, I made like millions because like I would go to this like uh, third party like website that I forgot what it was called. But you find people people put up the, people put up like their island like yo I got the good price today. You could like drop off a fossil, yo. drop off a fossil or drop off a ticket and I'll uh, I'll let you in. You know what I mean? Like that that was cool. Yeah, I like that. Do you remember the name of the website? Because back in uh, back on the DS days for Wild World, I used a similar website where people would literally like it was like eBay. They mimicked it off of eBay where people could bid. And after a certain time limit, like the highest amount of bid bells would win. And then you you DM them and like meet up in the town and do a trade. It was fun. I remember buying specifically the Metroid figure, like the Super Metroid Metroid, the alien. Yeah. I, I spent like two mil on that because I wanted it in my Zelda the, room. The one I use is called turnup.exchange. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome it's like whole like, uh, themed like they like did art for the website it looks beautiful i'm like dude this is so cool that's awesome well, well, yo, like, it, yo, I, it kind of i think um for your story about your dad i think it's a pretty uh pretty <laughs> pretty wholesome story Let i think you should talk. make a video about now i'm gonna talk over you now i'm gonna talk over you for being a dick yeah let me talk let me talk <laughs> Matt, you gotta be more assertive and just fucking talk Sorry, I'm scared. Um, yeah, I, I want to make maybe like a TikTok <laughs> video about it. I think I think it could blow up. Maybe it'll go viral or something. It's just like know? a wholesome thing, dude. Yeah, I mean, my dad's just a wholesome person in general. So, oh, Thank Eric's you. gone. See Eric, and that's the podcast. <laughs> oh, 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 can I can I come back? Can I? You oh, can talk. Hi. You can talk now. You can talk now, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> was was it released in America? Yeah, I looked it up on eBay. It's in a red case though. Oh, oh, like the listing was on eBay. It was, it was only $25, though, so uh, maybe cheaper in America. That's cool, though. It's going for around like 60 in Wow. It's quite expensive for a 3DS game. 3DS games Did are usually it's just cheap. the minigames or not, or does it have like actual board in it? It looks like it's just the I checked games. some of the screen. I checked out the screenshots. There is, seems to be a board element to it. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. But it probably took like the favorite boards as well, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, if Super Mario Party on the Switch wasn't so expensive, still I'd say we should all get it and play. You know, I gotta be honest. Yeah. 
I thought I thought the newest uh, Mario Party was like awful. Really? It's yeah. Well, that's what I hear. Okay, I here's it. the issue, right? Do you what own it? Made... No, I don't own it. I, I my friend okay. uh, brought it over and we played it at my house. But the problem with with the new games is like controls are so polished now that like mini games are so much easier the reason why the older ones were so fun is because they were jank like it was they were like clunky and awkward and that's what gave it that difficulty and now gameplay is so polished that it's just you can play a mini game for the first time and like perfect it you know yeah yeah it's like made for kids but if you're an adult with half a brain you can just like like yeah. like wave dash outside of people <laughs> like fucking yeah. yeah it's just like so simple and like you're not gonna mess up because the controls are so tight you know mm-hmm. yeah i see the bumper balls Dude, that's, from that's from that's one thing i noticed that's one thing i noticed when i was playing ps1 a lot of the controls were like so different back then it's like so just janky and like clunky like like jumping in crash bandicoot is like I was like, did I? Play? I remember playing this as a kid, and I beat it. I was like, how did I beat this? This is like hard. The game is really hard, dude. I yeah. fucking love Crash Bandicoot. They remade it. Didn't they just make a fourth game recently too? I gotta, just, I gotta play yeah. that. Yeah, it's like it's about time. I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. The originals it's, are just I'm, so hard to beat, though, man. Like, yeah, they are. Oh. But they're, but they're not on. I mean. They might seem unfair, but it's possible to beat them. They're not like so hard that it's like Dark Souls where no, you're just they're, like, okay. They're, good. Like, they're, they're a good possible. challenge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I like Warped a lot. I remember three oh, being Warped probably the so one good, I Warped's the best. Warped's Warped is really good. One. I liked um, uh, Wrath of Cortex yeah, on like GameCube. Game. Oh, yeah. the newer one? Yeah, the oh, one that came okay. out on like Xbox, GameCube, and PS2, Wrath of Cortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was my favorite one. I thought those were great. <laughs> Dude, I forgot that even came out. Yeah, yeah, me too. As as they I got, seen it. as they kept coming out, I kind of liked them less. But I don't know. The, yeah, the, so it wasn't Naughty Dog it. anymore, right? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think it's Naughty Dog still. Yeah, I think it was. I don't know. You know what Dude. looks good though? What? The new Ratchet and Clank looks insane. I want to um, shit, man. It's they're doing some crazy stuff with the with the PS5 like solid state drive where they're able to like load in different scenes like instantly and that's something that's specific to PS5. It looks ridiculous because it looks like there's so much going on on the screen that I don't even know if I could handle it to be honest. I know it's like mind blowing what, what they're doing. Dude, the prob the problem is, man, is like for, for PS5, I'm like, is Ration and Clank enough for me to buy the console? Like, no, not for me right now, man. I really like I I don't know. I can't I, see myself buying. It might be for me, honestly. Really, I love Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, if it was Jack and Daxter, I would have. Jack and Daxter. Yes, I dude, so they more. have to. Yeah. Danny, Danny, what's your favorite Ratchet and Clank? Mm, That's so hard, bro. That's what I want to know. It's so hard. So I don't know, actually. They're so good. I haven't played as much Ratchet and Clank, but did you guys play a lot of the Lego games? <laughs> like Lego Star Wars? Lego Star Such Wars. Get out of here. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Wait. What the fuck? I feel like... here, dude. What? No, I, I feel like... Just I feel random like it's just Lego games are good. The Lego games they are, are good. good. They are good. They are good. Like, Lego I, Lord of the Lake get Rings? Get out of here. I, I only played serious? Star Wars. I Star just Wars always felt like they were kind of in a similar vein where you go and you punch something and a and a bolt comes out and you pick it up. It's the same yeah, like okay. it reminds me of that. I guess, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 so random my ass, get out of here. <laughs> I Dude, played Lego <laughs> Island. They're all the same, but Lego Star Wars, like Lego Indiana Jones, Lego Batman. 
Lego Island's the best game in the world. These games are fucking awesome. Yeah. Lego Island's the best Lego game. Yeah. Probably. Lego Island was. You ever serve some pizza, dude? (laughs) What? You ever serve some pizza? I've never served pizza. Well, play Lego Island. I want to hear Danny. I want to know your favorite Ratchet and Clank. Oh no! What's the most hours you put in? Probably what's it called? Locked and loaded. Is that the second one? Uh, the second uh, one's the best. Going Commando is the second one. Which one is locked and loaded then? Locked and loaded is like the new deadlocked. No, locked and loaded is. Locked I think and it's loaded. loaded. This is like from Pal. Is that the Pal, Pal shit, dude? That's going commando, dude. Locked and loaded. Yeah, no, it's, it's going going commando, one. going commando. Yep. The second. Oh one. yeah, so the second one. Yeah, it's called locked yeah. and loaded. Then. Dude, In those Pal. are such. I love those games, dude. Because like, I don't. Was that the first game that was like? What was the first game that did like new game plus? That's what I want to know. Does anyone know? I never played Ratchet and Clank. Really? That's why I suggested yeah. Lego, because I've never played it, but it seems similar. I was a Jack and Daxter fan. That's, Jack and Daxter was sick. Yeah. Jack um, 2? None. <sighs> Jack 1, I 100%ed. Me too. I, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. I, I got the HD collection on PS3. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So dude, you got to play the Ratchet and Clank series, though. You got to go back. Oh, yeah, dude. You have to. Even the first one. Like, all of them are so good. Well, I want to play the the one that they came out with on PS4. Because that was kind of like a remake of the first one, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I played that one. That they one's just, really good, too. Okay. They just had it for free last month or two months ago. They just they were giving it out for free to anyone who wants to download it. I'm a little late for that. <laughs> no, yeah. so it might be still up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Those, just those, quick Google... A Those new game plus? Uh-huh. Oh, no, no, no. I want to know. I want to know. Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. Oh, wow. That's the third thing that came up. I guess, yeah. That makes sense. What? What about Chrono Trigger? It was the first game to have new game plus. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Because you can... Um, and there's like alternate endings too with that game. <clears throat> um, But real quick, I was just thinking about like platformers like Ratchet & Clank, Jack & Daxter. There's one that's kind of like a, a hidden gem a little bit. It's called Tie the Tasmanian Tiger. You ever play that? Yeah, I remember that. I right was Never played. I remember that. I, played, I don't know about it. And he has it. <laughs> Tie two. Ooh. Hey. There we go. There we nice. go. <clears throat> Those I are pretty fun. Tie. I remember that game. That's nostalgic as hell. Yeah. Is it? Is it good? It's good. Yeah. It's really yeah. good. There's some other hidden, hidden gems as well, That's right? pretty cool. And then there's like Vex. That was like another one. I remember there's an Gex? Xbox 360. Gex. I love I think Gex. it's called... Gex is the best. Oh. An, I think it's called Cameo. A 360 exclusive. It's kind of... Yeah, I remember that. That was a launch title. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yep. That's kind of similar in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... And I, that I remember I liked it. Did Rare make that? I feel like Rare made that. I don't know why. Do you remember Tack and the Power of Juju? Yep. That was all over Nickelodeon. Tack. Nickelodeon used to like advertise that all yeah. the time. Sounds like a, sounds yeah, like dude. A porn I had movie. the. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Give me that Juju. <laughs> we, Bro. I think we had that Mike. But y'all, but though. y'all never played the Jimmy Neutron PS2 game. No. 
<laughs> and you don't even know. And you don't even know how bad it was. Uh, it was bad. <laughs> it was terrible. It was bad. It was bad. I don't think another movie came out was bad that I even that I consider because Lord of the Rings worked out. It's like one of the only examples that worked out from like movie to game. Yeah. But like, did you guys play any movie to game games that came out? I think I played like Pirates of the Caribbean on the Game Boy Advance or some shit. The the Matrix was actually kind of sick. All the the Matrix. Yeah. I mean, Harry Potter for Game Boy. Yeah, I guess. No. I mean, I, I had a game that was bad. That was for that was a movie. Do you remember the game? Do you remember the movie Dinosaur? It was like a like a three D animated <laughs> dinosaur movie. This is the and, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And dude, I had the Game Boy version. That my parents got me that. Bro, and, that like, shit was just was, that movie was just called Dinosaur. dinosaur. No. Just, oh yeah, I remember that movie. The weirdly animated one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've it was, never seen I remember seeing it in theaters and as a kid being like, well, I already forgot what happened. <laughs> like I left the theater. Like I remember being so like unrememberable, unmemorable. Uh, it's not land and, before like, time. That's for sure. And dude, I had, like, dude, we had like so many toys at like McDonald's and posters. And it was like this weird yeah. looking, uh, the bronchiosaurus or whatever, I think was the main character. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. And dinosaur. There was a game boy game. Dude. There was a game boy color game. It's and it's of, bad. It's just a bad. It's just a bad game. Speaking of dinosaurs, oh, though, would, up, uh, Dance the Revolution. See if there's any good tracks on here. See if there's any bopping tracks. Yeah. The what saying, Danny? The Jurassic Park game on the GB is actually really good, though. Really? Because really? the the, the Super Nintendo Park. one is super good. The Bro. Super Nintendo um, Jurassic Park game is good. So Jurassic Park has some great games then. Dude, yeah, man. Jurassic Park on a Super Nintendo was the scariest shit in the world. I think As a kid, good. the soundtrack, though, is like, it's good. I think the GB game is very expensive, though. Was that just like, like an adventure, look, oh. like running around kind of thing? It yeah. It looks similar, it looks similar like, to this. Mm, run around and pick up eggs. Mm. I never played this NES game, so. It looks similar I'm to this, on hard this game. Just from. Yo, Eric, let's hear some of that. Are we going to be able uh, to hear me, it? I have to adjust my mic we're, so you guys can hear it. We're at the end of the podcast. You know, we're, we're chilling. Maybe we can, uh, maybe I can play us out with some uh, Game Boy music yeah. here. Let's see. Play us a song. So it's going to, you guys might hear yourselves echo because I'm going to turn off the threshold or whatever. So here we go. Let's see if this works. Okay. Can you guys, can you guys hear this at least? Let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, the speakers aren't great on my Game Boy Color, so just give me a sec. Oh my god. <laughs> I, 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 I'm your little <laughs> butterfly. Are you kidding me, dude? Oh, oh I, I push I B on it, or like go on it. Wait, wait, play, I wanted to like again, go, go it again. Here, I'll reload it. I'll reload it. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it. I can't believe this is awesome. This must have only come out in Japan. I'm feeling. Oh, yeah. I saw this with Sebastian. and it was like holy fucking shit. Yeah, I, I want to buy that, one. Sugaya? Go ahead. Sorry. No, I just said I wanted to buy one. I, I'm gonna look yeah. on eBay right after this. <laughs> on the main menu, it's like, are you using the finger controller? Yes or no? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I got the controller, the the attachment. So free play mode or arcade? Uh, I guess even in arcade, you can choose the song, right? Okay, let's see. So I'll do hard mode. Okay, here's the songs. Okay, that's I believe in miracles. Oh, what? 
some questionable tracks on here, of course. Uh, this is called Love Sonic Dream. Sonic. Yes, yeah, it's, J- it's Japan only. They're pushing the limits of the Game Boy uh, sound card. I see some online, dude. Dude, they're actually pretty pricey. How much? I see, I see one for seventy sixteen shipping. Damn, it's kind of crazy. Kodakoto Surugaya, maybe they'll have it. That's the, the jam right one is the best. That's like the only good song. Yeah. <laughs> They're all pretty bad. <laughs> I see it. I see a track list on here. Yeah, I think there's only like ten dollars. songs, unless I have to yeah, unlock them. How many songs do you see, Sebastian? I only have ten. Eighteen. Hey. <laughs> so you must be able to unlock some. That's not too bad. Eighteen. <laughs> For game so boy, you you is, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, they have a second one. And I don't know, I don't dude, know they, have, they have three different ones. Yeah. Which one do you have, Eric? Which one do you have? This is the I, first one. Mine just says Dance Dance Revolution Game Boy. I think it's the first one. So, yeah, so there's a second mix. Well, Dance Dance Revolution GB was a port of Dance Dance Revolution Second Mix onto the popular Game Boy what Color. The, f- what? the later incarnation, the later incarnations were focused later on Dance Dance Revolution games from the 2000s. So just ports of third mix GB two. So apparently there's a GB two as third mix, support of third third mix. Dude, and there's if, another uh, one GB three fourth mix. I see they have like Disney mixes. What the fuck? What? That's so weird. Danny, was the quality good of the TikTok? Uh, yeah, it's okay, I guess. I, I, I have it on my screen. I have like no choice. I, I haven't figured out like actually streaming it. So I don't know about the sound though. I'll say what. Yeah, if this is a uh, hard mode, this game sucks because <laughs> it's really easy. <laughs> is it the controls like left and right or an A and B? Yeah, it, it turned out to be. Um, I'm gonna turn it up. It turned out to be. So let's see. Up and up and left seem to. Oh, sorry. So down and left seem to do down and left on the Game Boy, and then up. Does A right? Does B? So yes, A B, and then the down and left on the D pad. I guess. Okay. I like that they They would experiment. Using so people don't fuck up their fingers, I guess, because they'd be like, "That's probably that was that was the same problem with um the the Disney uh, GameCube, uh, or no the the Mario GameCube Dance Revolution game because it looked awesome like Mario Mix. They'd have these Mario remix songs. Yeah. And the game was like on the artist mode. It was like stupid easy um so it wasn't worth playing yeah there's no replay value there but you, do you guys like rhythm games oh yeah Dude, i love, I'm I love playing, VR. i've been playing beat saber like non-stop i got the new really? oculus Plus too. dude you can you can custom you can get modded songs so you can like mod beat saber and download like songs off the internet that people make i've been playing those non-stop it's so fun damn i've heard that's a really good game beat saber is like the best VR. rhythm game it's so good. You're like, yeah. You just have sabers, and you just have to cut blocks with the beat of the song. It's awesome. amazing. I want to try this cool. so bad. I love rhythm. Did you guys not in general. Up playing Dance 
Revolution. I played that was like my childhood. Like me and all my friends, we we all played like like every week. That and Guitar Hero. That was like a big deal. Too. I had like the foam mat. I used to play that a yeah. lot. Yeah. It's kind of shitty, but it's it was good exercise. Like literally, like that was I. I mean, that probably came out around the time it was like Halo One. Like those were the games we played. We we play around a Halo and then boot up DDR. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if everyone played it, but no, that was a big part. I played it at like friends' houses a lot. Yeah, Yeah. I could I could talk about DDR for a while. That was that was awesome. Playing that for the first time at a Chuck E. Cheese. That was my oh yeah. I was so into it. God damn. (laughs) That was the best place to. That was the best place to play it, right? At the Chuck E. Cheese oh, or yeah. place where they had actual arcade. Because it has the bar on the back that you can hang on to, and that that controls your balance. Because if you don't have it, you end up tripping over yourself, like actually, because it's hard to like if it's like dun, 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 you can't yeah. your body actually can't physically do it. You have to have like some sort of a balance beam. So, dude, yeah. But, but the best place for rhythm is Japan, a hundred percent. Like arcades, yep. like in person, like. Some of the kids you see there, like that's that's like high school for them or middle school, like they go. Do you remember the tiger, Do you remember the tiger drum kids, dude? They come oh. in with that. They they buy their own drumsticks and shave them down so they're lighter. Yeah. They it's crazy. So dude. cool, dude. And but Japan has so many, especially in arcades, man. Like, I feel like that's a whole nother episode on like on our own. You know what I mean? Just talking yeah. about like arcades around the world, maybe. It'd be cool to talk about like for like Sweden, Danny. I don't know if you go to arcades or if there are any. Never been except for Japan. Never seen one in you Sweden. Should, you should try to find an arcade in Sweden somewhere. It could be some. Yeah, we could definitely Probably. make one. Definitely, uh, do a podcast episode on that because we have at least four. You know, all of us have been to the Japan ones, but yeah. also. Uh, um, growing up and uh but also just now it's like the the barcade is a popular trend in the u.s where yeah. adults can go to drink and play some donkey kong and it's you might not even end up playing games it's just the atmosphere is so cool in an yeah. arcade it's, the, it's dark yeah. and the just the crt screens are lighting up the room and there's a dj playing like music it's yeah. it's a really cool thing i went to one in new york when you guys when we all went and yeah. then when you guys went back home and i stayed for an extra few days i went um I, I rented one of those by or no I just went and cruised around and I found one in New York and it was one of the best barcades I've ever been to. It was there there the, some of the games they had were so fucking rare like yeah. I can't even describe it. So I would I would I even recorded that we could like supplement some of that footage into yeah. the podcast if we wanted. Dude, yeah, it's, maybe maybe next episode we could talk about like arcades and stuff. I'm down. Let's I'm do down. Uh, yeah, because we're yeah. we're like at an hour forty three minutes, so I guess we can you know cool kind of right. let's go ahead and wrap up it up. Special, what were you going to say? I was going to ask you and Ant about the... Um, there's a round one, I think, in your areas Dude, or in the Northeast somewhere. Have you guys been? No. Yeah, have I, you guys wanna, been? I haven't been. I want to make it... Mike, dude, come up to Boston and we'll make a trip out there. I'm down. At round one. Let's do dude, it. Dude, there's... I, I literally... I went camping like two weeks ago and I literally... I was driving and I just see round one and I'm like... What the fuck? It's all like imported games too. We gotta yeah. do it, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Video, dude. I am Video. very, I'm very busy, but I'm going. I already said I'm gonna go to Boston soon. At the moment, I have, I am going to Boston. Let's do it. Yeah, we're fucking doing it. I think it's like an hour west of Boston. I don't, I don't give a shit, dude. We're going. Yeah. All right. We're, we also we have to go to um we have fun to go to Funland or whatever it's called. Fun Anthony. spot. Fun spot. Yeah, yeah. We Clean. gotta fun spot. Please. I was, I was the there two years ago. It was, it was amazing. It's so. God fun. damn. 
<laughs> it's the world's most preserved arcade of the early 1980s. They have the first arcade. arcade machine ever made. They have it there, and it's working, and yeah. you can play Wait, it. Wait, where is this? Uh, it's in um, Lake Winnipesaukee. Sure. It's like I think it's like technically in the town of Laconia, but it's like near Lake. These are all names I don't know. What this? What does this mean? Okay. What well, that's names? yeah. That's America. <laughs> is this America? Yeah. So we could we could get like an airbnb like a cottage and like drink by the lake and then like go to fun spot like that whole area what is country like is it in? So... <laughs> new hampshire like, oh, oh it's new hampshire okay okay yeah new hampshire yeah yeah oh. it's in new hampshire dude, dude. you guys in new hampshire get a cottage i'm down know? that that donkey kong machine is considered like if you're gonna set a high score you do it if you can do it there because oh. it's, it's like the mecca yeah yeah Hell yeah. God damn, that's awesome. So, Boom. all right, if we're wrapping up the podcast, if you guys don't mind, I'll go ahead and play us out with a little track of mine that I consider to be uh, pretty good. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast, everyone. Have a good week, and we'll see you next time.